we back. So we had to take a little break and we a little somebody else stepped through here. Dr. Barber came through and stepped through. We back. We back. We back. So we talked a little bit about, you know, about the health. So now we're about to go ahead and talk about the wealth because they both they both intertwine. So let's ask Moody. What's going on today? Man, not too much. How you feeling? I'm doing fine in yourself. So so tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what you do. Ah, what I do is um People like to say I'm a financial literacy consultant, but I don't I don't like to say that because I feel like before we even talk about your finances, we gotta talk about your mind and get your mind right. So it's a lot of people, you know, that's why my shirt say credit or debit. Most of the time when people want to talk to me about money, that's the first question I ask them. Mm-hmm. And majority of the time people say debit. You know, credit is very important. Mm-hmm. Um what, what you mean you the first question you ask? You know, I mean, because... You ask for credit to debit to see where they, credit, credit what, what they say? Yeah, because from what I post and from, you know, what I talk about since I've been learning more about financial literacy myself, you know, people come to me with questions. I don't mind donating my time, but I don't want to waste my time, right? So, again, this mindset, you got to be ready and really understand. It's, it's, I had a conversation with my father. And I mean, I learned a whole bunch of stuff from my father, and I know he taught me a lot about credit and why you, you know, you don't want to use credit cards and different things like that. About a month ago, he was on the phone for about three hours, and I was explaining to him why you do need all of this stuff, why it is important, why. So that's a generational, I guess, thought pattern. Absolutely. It's, It's like you have to unlearn what you've been taught forever. Wow. Yo, yo, that's wild, right? Because I don't even remember the conversations. I'm unlearning something I never but, knew. Yeah, no, exactly. But, I, I'm, I'm real. Like I'm but, unlearning shit I ain't even know. But, 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 did you have these conversations? I mean, when when you see a credit card, what do you think? I'm sure somebody said something to you about credit cards before. No, about only no. no, no okay. No, well, you know, sure. most of the time you hear like I only need them in a in a, in a uh, sense of emergency, a case of emergency. So people have these credit cards and literally. I'm just saying when I was young, nobody mm-hmm. had the conversation and I had no knowledge of, I knew that the gas station gave you credit and I knew that the people who had money had a credit card. Right, but, but still I didn't really no understand knowledge what that a regular person like us had mm-hmm. a credit card. And if you did, I knew. Yeah, you must you, have some money. You got some money. <laughs> exactly. the only, yeah, the only thing they told me somebody. when I was a kid is don't mess up your credit. So that's all I got. Hey, that was my lesson right there. (laughs) That was it. I didn't even know that. I asked a homeboy to co-sign for me, and he looked at me like I was crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even know why. When I asked my brother, he was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, they get you a child first before they mess the credit. (laughs) Exactly. And that's why I was getting a child. Okay, I asked my grandmother since I was 18. I'm 40, I'm almost 45. Like, she's still, her name name, uh, is no for everybody. Cross the board. (laughs) She probably got Probably got the best credit that I've ever seen in my life. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, that commercial they tweet instead of saying yes, they tell you say no. It's <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> so all of what y'all are saying is why, of course, I want to have this conversation with everybody, but more importantly, kids. I mean, what you said is perfect. I was a child and didn't even hear about this, didn't know about it. So yeah, that's that's my thing. Again, we're gonna have these conversations with adults, with grownups. We're gonna tell them everything they need to know. But if you're a child and you learn it early, by the time you start getting confronted with these questions, you know how to answer it. I got credit card offers in the mail when I was 18. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of people do. But the ones who did hear about it, be scared of it. 
No, I'm staying away from that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, talking to my father again, same thing. He like, uh, I'm like, do they offer you um, increases, rate increases? He's like, yeah. And I said, do you take them? I already knew the answer. He told me no. Mm-hmm. I said, why not? You know what I mean? You a psychic or something? He's like, what you mean a psychic? Say, you told me that you have your credit cards because just in case it's an emergency. So they offer you an extra five, ten thousand dollars, and you said, No, you must be a psychic to know that you're not gonna need the extra five or ten thousand when you need mm. it. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people don't think about it like that. Mm. If, if that's why you have it. Yeah. Mm. You know, but again, like I said, mindset. So that's the first thing, you know what I mean? I'm gonna have a conversation with you and I gotta understand your situation and what you t- what you have going on to make it make sense to you. Because if we have this conversation, I tell you all this and you it doesn't make sense to you, you still gonna every time you go into the store. Swipe your debit card instead of your credit card. You know what I mean? You can leverage your credit. There's people out here flying, going on trips for free. I'm talking about the flight, the hotel, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, points and With all the, of that. Uh, Rewards. And it, I, yeah, well, I'm sorry. But, they no, use, no. Yeah. They use one card to pay the other card. So would you say it's yeah. better like in your everyday spending to use credit rather than your debit card? I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm... I'm Yes, uh, not just it's better. I mean, I practice what I preach. I don't, if I pull my wallet right, you don't see all credit cards. I have one debit card, and that's just in case I need cash, and I rarely ever need cash. I'm not swiping the debit card. Right. For what? Your credit card is protected. Wow. You go ahead and let somebody steal your money, you call a credit card company. Yeah. I didn't authorize this purchase. They're going to give you your money back. Mm-hmm. Let somebody get into your debit. Now you got to prove to the bank that yeah. it wasn't I you, and then they got to yeah. wait. Don't let it be oh, after a certain amount of time. Man. You got to fight to get your money back. You man. Your money. Your money. The funny. And then a lot of times it's like, all right. All right. With your debit card, it's your money. All right. Money. You go swipe your card at a place they don't know that you normally go to. Happened to me. Freeze. And it's so funny. I was out on a date. First time with this girl. And we goes out live. <laughs> we chilling. The first time I swipe my card, bam, it's like $35. Cool, no problem. Go swipe the card again. Decline. Oh, no. <laughs> Ain't no decline, so I'm trying to play it off. Phone go dead on me. Shit, I couldn't ever accept all the charges, so I then had to go get a charger. Long story short is... The time I did all of that, about an hour go by, I, go to, I had to go to the cage because they, they locked my card, but I only could do type in. Mm-hmm. Had to go to the cage to pay $39.99 to get money off my card. So it's my money, but I got to fight and show who yeah, <laughs> it's my yeah, money. Exactly. Man, but it didn't mess me up that night, though, but it was kind of embarrassing. They go on it. Like, I know what I got in my account, I know what's there. I'm looking at it right now, but. They, they said, no, nigga, you they, ain't never go here before. You, you know what I'm saying? You show them your thing. It's to the point you want to be like, no, nah, look at it. But like, no, nah, I want to look like no clown. Like, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That proves one thing. Yeah. They romance with no finance. <laughs> exactly. You said, I heard you. Exactly. You figure out if you're shallow or not. Exactly. So, so we, that's why we got to teach it to our kids early. Like, cause nobody never yes. taught me about anything about money. Just don't mess your credit up. Get a good job. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, get a good job. Jobs don't. It's not made to get you rich. So you got to find other new, other means of you know to get money. So you got other like investments. You got working for yourself, things like that. So you got to find you know if you want to you know talk to someone like say say if I want to come to you and say I'm thinking about opening a business and I got approved for a loan, but it's, you know it's a lot of money, but I don't know what I want to do with it. 
would you be able to, you know, try to like they might have a few ideas? Can you like try to help them like on like would you help them like as in financial way on what to do with the money? Or is basically like you can help them out, help a person out like with the business, like look here, we got like uh certain bitcoins or we got certain stocks, so, like exactly like what you would would you be teaching these kids or these adults or if I want to come to you and talk to you about it? Oh uh, man, my um I feel like y'all remember uh Bad Boys, yeah. JoJo, yeah. Like, and JoJo, like you know, I, I, I don't know a lot of about a little bit. I know a little bit about a lot. JoJo knows something. I'm JoJo. I know a little bit about a lot. I, I, I don't know a whole bunch about every single thing, but I know a little bit about a lot. Like you might be a master in stock market, you might be a master in crypto, yeah. which means you may not know anything about crypto. You might not know anything about the stock market. I know a little bit about both. So, but and definitely enough to introduce it to you, and then. Talk about your network is your network. I mean, yeah. I swear, anybody that you want to know or need to know, it's a phone call away for me to get more information for you. So to answer your question, all of that. Exactly. So you do have to do your work. I mean, you can't just get the knowledge and not teach yourself some more about it. I Absolutely. mean, you basically give someone a footprint, mm -hmm. and then they just go ahead on that journey and try to figure out what they need to do. Yeah, and that's the thing. Me, I'm a thousand percent with you. You gotta, you gotta carry your own weight show you how to do it but the only way that you really prove that you know how to do it is for you to do it you know as far as like repairing credit and all that i know how to do it yeah. but i'm not going to do it for you. i will show you what to do because if you didn't have to go through everything to get it fixed once it's fixed what's going to stop you from messing it up messing again it right exactly. or even if you did mess it up at least if i showed you how to do it you know how to fix it again now you don't have to go and pay somebody else to do it i'm you have you you got to know how to do it so you're a consultant you're not doing the work. And advisor. Yeah. No. I like that. I no. like that. And, and it's not that I can't, yeah. but I won't. One of the things that um, I feel like is important for you to teach kids, because it wasn't until I got to college and was already in debt, far in debt, um, with credit cards and things like that, because I was using them to survive, mm -hmm. right, um, that I found out how to use my credit to work for me. So those are the things that I'm teaching my, my own children now as young adults. They don't, you know, have credit cards just yet, but they, you know, are considering. And we're talking about how you make these credit cards work for you. And it, it would have been helpful for my son a little while ago because he had issues with his bank mm -hmm. for a charge from, like, Best Buy that he was charged twice. And they didn't make it right until, like, this happened probably in, like, November. They wow. did not make it right until like March, mm -hmm. yeah. and he just had to eat it. And if it was a credit wouldn't card, it wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. But this is a bank, and you gotta fight with the bank for your money, and you're their customer. Exactly, mm -hmm. and that's one thing about credit. I mean, with them, that's their money. They're gonna make sure right. their money's secure. Right. Other than you know being the bank, they do say what um, the banks are secured. They're like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That you know, so. I, one thing, like, I, I never really understood that because if I got a million dollars in the bank, only 250000 is secure, what about okay. that? Right. So, yeah. so what you do is you that million money. dollars need to be spread out between four or five different banks because they only secured up to 250000 right. That's yeah. FDIC for a bank. Credit union is NCUA, but it's still the same thing, $250,000. After that, we lost... You lost a million, we give you two hundred fifty back. You're seven fifty. Yeah, so grandma was Shut on to something when she's burying it inside the backyard, but <laughs> yeah. didn't realize you can't do that. Yeah. It's going to disintegrate. But that's the, that's the thing. I work for um, 
a company that was contracted with three different credit unions. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed is, number one, the people with the money was the ones living on Long Island. Mm -hmm. Um, But the people that had the money and you knew they had the money, they had multiple accounts. So they didn't have all, they, you didn't see a million dollar yeah. account. Mm-hmm. You might have seen a million dollars on a credit card, maybe, or or like properties. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm they saying? You were, you were yeah. seeing loans um, with great interest rates because they had the money, but you weren't seeing people that had more than what was insured in their account. And one thing I'm gonna tell you about working in transportation, and this is the honest truth, Majority of the people that's in first class, business class, all that, they don't pay for none of that. Mm-mm. It's either the company paying for it mm-hmm. or they're using points. What's the right And they're the ones that want the most, and but they're not spending nothing. Mm-hmm. So you can tell the ones that's in there that really, that never really probably been there before mm-hmm. or they're not using it because they're complaining and bitch about every single Everything. thing. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Why not you? Exactly. So why, yeah, exactly. So why not be a part? Why not be at the table? So that's why we got to have these conversations because. That's what the thing, and that's what we do with our community. You know, we get we get a seat at the table, like what's the movie? Uh, the coon is sitting near the door, or yeah, yeah spook, the spook, 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 spook sitting near the door. And basically, you know, he went back to the CIA and he got information and he brought it back to the hood and he taught people what to do with it. And you know, that's basically what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to teach. Well, reach one, teach one. Exactly. And you get a seat at these tables and you find out what to do. And you go back and give it back to your community, and then you find, and then they teach someone, and that's how you keep it going. This is not moonshine and Macy's <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is. So my, I guess my C-bar. question, my question is, do you teach? You teach how to achieve, not only, business loans, but, as well as home loans, and also, do you teach teach about sludge loans, or, secure credit cards versus unsecured credit cards and understanding those percentage rates and how they affect you and even if <clears throat> the ratio of the payments versus if you miss a payment versus 100 payments to 20 payments because a lot of people don't understand it and you know what I'm talking about because if you miss one payment and it's a small like you got a small payment every month for your credit card even if you go if you near your limit if you pay the, the the payment, you still good. But once you miss one of them small little itty bitty payments, it take you like certain ones to be like 130 more payments before the ratio start looking right. good to naturally bring your score back up to par. You drop 50, 60 points. And that's what I don't understand. And I'm like. That's a lot of literacy that a lot of people don't understand and a lot of people need to know. Mm-hmm. Especially me. So I, think, <laughs> I think a lot of things with, um, a lot of times with credit cards, people are using them wrong. Mm-hmm. I think mainly credit cards need to be used for, for expenses that you've already factored in your budget anyway. You're going to exactly. pay these bills anyway, especially when you want to rebuild. So, like I said, I literally swipe my card for everything. So I feel like if you shouldn't, if you didn't have this credit card, right? If you didn't have this credit card and you went to this, went to the club and they got a $250 bottle, $400, $500 bottle, would you be able to afford it without the credit card, right? 
you shouldn't be you shouldn't be paying for anything or buying anything that you can't afford anyway. Right. Because back to what you was just talking about with the different with the uh, with a credit card, you got dip, you got the due date, you got the statement date, and um, man, I'm drawing a blank. It's three different it's three different dates that's important now. So the reporting that, date. The reporting date. What what's most important isn't even necessarily the due date. Because on the due date, you want to make sure if you're not paying it all back you at least pay whatever it says that minimum balance is due. So if it say, hey, you know, you got $2,000, but you gotta pay at least $40 by the third. You wanna make sure by the third you pay that $40. Right. And that just makes sure you don't get reported as late. But that statement date, you know, you're talking about the, uh, you miss a payment and now it's adding all these extra months, but what I teach and what I do, we are not worried about that anyway because I don't wanna pay no interest. Mm -hmm. You say something about interest too. You pay your interest, I mean, you pay your card in full on that statement date. Mm -hmm. And the reason why you pay your card in full on a statement date is because typically about three days after the due date, I mean, after that statement date is the reporting date. So if it's $2,000 and I pay $40 on the third on that, on that uh, due date, that's what, uh, one, $1,960 left. So then let's say my statement date is five days later. I pay that nineteen sixty. So now it gets reported at, with a zero balance, which is going to help my score go up, right? And again, if you like, you, I mean, you could factor it in, but you cannot factor it in. If you have the money, you have it, and that's what I tell people. Like, you know, okay, if you go out, that's what I told my father. I said, so if you have, if you already have a certain amount of money in credit and you're not using it, if you accept the increase, would you start using it now? It's going to burn a hole in your pocket. And he's like, no, right. You're gonna buy what you're gonna buy. You know how much you spend. Of course, one of the things that we do talk to the kids, it was a, it was a hit with the kids. Um, I didn't know it would be, is a budget. And you know, you got your budget and you know what you're gonna pay, so you know what you spend monthly anyway. Mm -hmm. So if you spend a thousand dollars a month anyway, why give them a thousand dollars cash? When you can put it on your card, you can get these points and then you paid a thousand dollars back. Either way, you're spending a thousand dollars. Right. You know, I tell people, all right, gas, no, no, let's say you got to fill up twice a week. Let's say you put $100 in the tank. So that's twice, that's $200 a week. That's that's $800 a month. If I went in there and gave them cash every every time, I gave them $800 cash. Mm. A lot of cards offer 3% or three times, some of them five times for gas points. Just for gas points. But even if you had one that was just 1%, and that's people, I'm not worried about that little bit of money. Sure. Okay. For every $100 you spend on 1%, you get a dollar back. So if you went in there and you gave them $800 bills, you gave them $800. But if you swiped your card eight you know, times. I think the key to what you're saying, I mean, I just want to stop you for a no, moment. No, go ahead, go ahead. Because I think it's misleading, right? Mm -hmm. But like the sister said, you got to already know what's in your budget. And like what you said. Mm -hmm. So I think we want to just say again, the proper way to spend with a credit card is to know that you already have that money. Absolutely. That so true. Because I just wanted to add that. Everything don't work for everybody. Mm -hmm. right? Each we don't want to pay for a bottle of D-Lights tea mm -hmm. and still be paying for it at the end of the month. That's the issue of a credit card. Yeah. You're still paying interest on a purchase that you made on said report date, settlement date, whatever, whatever, right? But none if of you're that. not working no. the system right though. Yeah. See, if so you're not... If you're not financially literate. If, yeah, because that's <laughs> I'm sorry, if you're not intentional on what you're doing. So I just that's wanted to funny. add that in because if you're not intentional and you go to the grocery store mm -hmm. 
and you, you, you ramble with debit or credit. Mm -hmm. Now debit, I don't owe nobody nothing. Credit, I owe somebody something for the same groceries I just bought. But the points is nice. I, I don't disagree with you with the points, but what I disagree with if the points and the entrance don't add up, if you don't circle back around and already have the money and have the discipline to pay it, then you're paying for the groceries all month long. Though. Yeah, that's, that's because I'm glad you said what you said because that's how the conversation um, initially stopped, right? I'll say what I said and they'll say what you just said. Right. And I'm glad you said it because guess what? You're not paying for D-Lights tea at the end of the month. You didn't pay for it. You swiped your card. You still owe it. So you didn't pay for it. If I you, don't you, pay that. And, and, but, oh, right. So you shouldn't. So if more it, money than what I just paid. My bad. Let me let me see. It's uh, what what size you get? You go say eight ounce, fifty dollars, right? You got you got a fifty dollar eight ounce, and you swiped your credit card. Guess what? It's fifty dollars. Whether you swiped your debit card or gave him fifty dollars no, cash, no, you still owe fifty dollars. No, no, you owe somebody fifty bucks. Who? The credit card company. So well, you got to pay the fifty dollars back. So, pay, so, it's basically, so, so it's basically like a loan. They loan fifty dollars to pay it off. Back. Right, but, yeah, but, you still, but you but if you didn't use the card, you still would have paid somebody fifty dollars. So it's like a now later. You don't owe nobody. <laughs> you buy your food now and pay for it later, right? So instead of using the money that you have now in your pocket, you have to know what you don't. Right. Exactly. That's, and 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 that's why I said the first thing I want to do. You know, right. you're talking about you know mindset because regardless, you have to pay it. It's yeah. how you look at it. If you yeah. look at it that yeah. way, you're still going to be... All I'm saying is, you're saying regardless, you got to pay it. No, you have to pay it by the 25th. Yeah. If you do not pay it by the 25th, we're just making up a date. If you don't pay it by the 25th, you owe. And you get reported late. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no so, let's not well, you owe more. Put it like you owe more you, you, you if you don't pay it by the 25th. You're talking about, I just paid a fraction of a penny mm -hmm. on the D-Light T I bought at the beginning of the month. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you say, I know we just glossing over top of it, but I kind of don't want to gloss over top of it because that's a bump in the road. Yo, if you forget it's to pay charged. that on time, you that's just paid you, interest on that's something. Yeah, so that means you have to pay it on time. You don't, don't, don't got yeah, to wait till the 25th. So, yeah, so it's saying. the same way, say if you say, you go to your mother and say, Ma, can I borrow $5? So I'm going to go to the store and buy soda or something. So you go to the store and buy the soda for $5, but you got to pay your mother back because she need that money on the 17th. You didn't pay for that soda right now, but you paid for it with her money. But eventually, you know, you got to pay it back. So that's why we have this conversation yeah, to see everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. In some situations, yep. it's better to pay for that instead of swiping because you might not forget. have it later. Well, so here's the reality: you, you pay the minimum amount. You, right? you know, I'm talking about still, experience. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think the issue though is we're trying to um, empower. Our people especially yeah. because we behind you know when it comes to financial what? literacy and also a lot of us don't have the finances coming in through employment mm -hmm. so this is a way for them to be able to put themselves in a better position you are not financially. you shouldn't be using a credit card well uh, maybe um, but what I will say is people do need to be empowered on how to use the yeah. credit to get mm -hmm. themselves right. to a better and position that's rather the than that's the, the, the using it just to survive. That's where the teacher comes in. And like I said before, a lot of, at least for me, a lot of stuff I learned, and my parents were, you know, 
well to do for, you know, where they wanted to be in life. Um, but it wasn't until I moved out on my own that I, like, I was writing out checks for them for their contractors and stuff to come in and, you know, writing letters and things like that. But nobody was talking to me about my own budget. So when I went, when I left home, and I left home, you know, with two little kids, 25 years old, had never had to budget for anything, you know, on my own, and just hopped out. That's a Wait a minute, and nobody said anything. I hopped out after paying my first month in security deposit, and didn't factor in, you know, gas, daycare. Yeah. And how much it was going to cost to put food in the house, food. utilities, you know, cell phone and all of that. Mm -hmm. And it's just me. And so that was a sobering experience for a few years. Um, and then it wasn't until I went to college. And I didn't go to college until 2007. So I was already, you know, a working adult with kids. Mm -hmm. And learning after I'd already jacked my credit up. Did mine for 18. to make it work for me. As soon as I turn 18. Like a whole professor. So I appreciate the information that you have because, you know, people don't necessarily have to go take college courses and be $60,000 in debt. Oh, shit, I don't even want to talk about because my Because it really is then. important. Uh, because it really can, number one, it helps to improve your quality of life. It can help you have better experiences, but also more exposure to just a more comfortable way of living if you use it appropriately. So, I appreciate that. It's it's awesome. Again, uh, again, seriously, it's a mindset. Regardless, somebody got to get paid. What you said, and that's what I tell everybody, it's a bunch of excuses. I got a, a calendar on my phone, and I have on the calendar what days my card is. I mean, it's no reason for you to not remember it. If you pay, if you spend $1,000 a month on what you budget, you owe $1,000. Whether right. you spend it, you know, you give you give it, get that five dollars back to your mother today, and whoever, whatever. If it adds up to a thousand, it add up to a thousand. So why not just go ahead and put it on your card because you still have to have that thousand dollars. And honestly, shit, that can help you consolidate your bills if, if you if you wanna, you know. You all right, now you can pay exactly. it all at one time, and again, you getting these reward points back too. Yeah, exactly. Then, to be like, well, before we start again, let's go around again and give everybody that names again for people that just turn tuning in. And you know, we're gonna go around the room one more time and give everybody names again one, one more time. So, yeah, start with you, Kevin Moody with uh, Ask Moody Consultant. I'm Donnie B from D Lights Wellness Group. I kill Bohannon, the doctor barber. Sound like he in the night zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love zone. Love zone. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Barber. Cut you up, baby. <laughs> right. K Magnock, Bill. And Elfie D. So, like I was saying, you know, for the average person, and this is why we had these conversations, we'd like to change the mindset because we're so used to doing one thing and it's kind of hard to learn something else, or even if you didn't know, like you said, didn't know something else. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of, like I was saying, you'll get a lot of people to say, you know, me, average, you know, like, I want to come to you and say, look here. Yeah, I seen you on Instagram or whatever. I want you to help me with my credit. I want help me get some money. I don't know what it is. You know, you can, like say, I, my mindset might not be ready, but I want some help with something. Mm -hmm. So how would I, you know, how would, you know, how would you change my, what was this, not saying you change my mindset, but what, what direction would you put me in to help change my mindset on to where so I could be looking at my phone every couple of days and know what got to be paid this what got paid you know or what have you so me to be more financially responsible well the first thing is just um looking at your 
you know, if we could just look at your, your credit report. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's a credit thing, see what you have on your credit report and find out if it how bad it is. Because yeah. sometimes it's not that bad. Yeah. So a lot of times people just don't have any credit. But once your credit gets once your credit is, is, is repaired if it needs to be repaired or if everything is good with it, then you have to get it structured. You gotta get it structured a certain way. And that's what helps you get um, more credit, higher credit limits, and even more credit lines. Certain certain banks want you to hit certain data points in order for them to give you credit cards. Mm-hmm. And of course, certain cards, you know, have better offers than other cards. Yeah, because you'll get a secure card. They might say, let's say, twenty four point whatever percent or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you might get a regular credit card, and it might be half that. So. Mm-hmm. It all depends on your credit, but you got to learn. Like I'm just starting out, you know. I burst my my credit at 18 with an Eddie Bauer card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first thing they give you that credit. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody. Mm-hmm. I was fresh as I don't know what they used to teach. Yeah, <laughs> I was fresh as shit now, burned out. <laughs> but and and I didn't learn. Then I started working at the hat company. Hat company gave you a credit card when you started working there. Then I worked at Macy's. They gave me a credit card. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I got credit cards. I'm good. Cause the first thing you do when you know coming up young, you got a credit card. A girl see you with a car, like yeah, he ain't got no money, got credit. So <laughs> like you say, no no romance without finance. So it's one, it's a it's a different thing when you when you feel when you start getting credit and then you go to the store and purchase something and you still got that knot of money in your pocket, even though down the line you got to pay for it down the line. But trying to be responsible, and that's the hardest part is about trying to be responsible with your money. Cause you can have a million dollars in your pocket and still don't pay your bills. So it's a responsibility and teaching people. And that's why we got to start with the kids first, because I mean, I'm not saying that we're lost cause that, you know, but you know, being older age, but why not start all, start all over and you can still learn at the same time with your kids mm-hmm. while they, they learning and they come home to with everything we learned is from the kids. You just watch your child and you'll see them doing the latest thing. They already probably know about it. They know about bitcoins. I don't even know what the hell a Bitcoin is, but I know my, I know my daughter, uh, Basketball player is a lot more fresher than me, mm-hmm. and he ain't got a job. So, you, I mean, it's a lot of things they know that we just don't think they know. Mm-hmm. So we got to start with them because, you know, we don't think they might not be interested but shit. Playing Monopoly, I always wanted to be the banker. Boom. Right. <laughs> you wanted to be the banker, and Monopoly you want to have all the little houses, so boardwalk, and Park Avenue, everybody wanted it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monopoly in our community definitely should be played more and played intentionally. It subconscious is. mind mm-hmm. and it's we don't get it yet but it's really subconscious yes and, and something i learned in monopoly i don't think I, it wasn't first starting right yeah. like you said everybody wanted boardwalk and park please but i remember i probably was playing against my father and them what's the purple ones baltic the little cheap ones yeah, $60. yeah $60. but then once you put them hotels on it <laughs> land on it if yeah you want. Exactly. Right. and that's what they're doing in the hood yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But normally, it'll make you spend the corner and you land right on either the what? blue ones or the or the purple ones. I don't know if y'all ever paid attention this. to it. That's Baltic with a with a with a hotel. Yeah. Man, and you think about this. I ain't think about that. It ain't but it'll sting you exactly. every time you're trying to duck balls. Especially if you got that. <laughs> exactly. You only want you only get the two hundred. You go right past it, land right there. That two hundred is gone. <laughs> and it's just like now, you think about the world. I mean, Baltimore. They knocked on the projects. Where's the projects? Right off of. 83, 95. No bull crap. That's a gateway. And then you got John Hopkins. Then you yeah. got University on yeah. both sides. And then you yeah. got this little area where the projects yeah. was. Yeah. They only brought around that little area where the projects are. So now they got that. That's that's prime little circuit. They brought it cheap and now they're selling it high. 
go downtown to try to get a house or something downtown now. Man, you like living in Brooklyn, New York. You be in that little closet like this for twenty five hundred dollars. Y'all see, y'all swing around Kentucky Avenue on them red. Yeah, that's your butt. I'm trying to get free free parking and stuff. That's a good shot. Put the board in here. So, so in your in your in your expert opinion, Moody, mm-hmm. and life experience, how vital and how key is creating a budget, maintaining a budget, and then actually consolidating the budget? Because people don't understand. If you want to level up or you want a higher choice of level of living, or, 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 and you have a subsidized income, or even if you get a raise, that don't mean that you gotta live above your means and keep up with the part. Joneses or whoever got the braids with you or to show people that you got raised. Right. Cause then you robbing Peter to pay Paul, and then you like two paychecks away from being broke for real. And that's how we got nobody, to rob Peter. It's, it's three things that people do not understand about the cre- not just creating the, and maintaining and subsidizing and consolidating that budget, but the thing that 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 I want to know if you teach. Is and it's it's rough. It's rough for us all. Cause the easy like the even if you do maintain the budget and everything, nobody has that emergency relief fund. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah, and people don't understand. You gotta have that to close on a house. Yeah, cause you gotta have that actual three. Is what is it? Three months worth of pay. If your if your water heater, your furnace, if your irrigation is down, Man. you gotta be able to. That shit. Everybody right want a house until they get a house. You feel <laughs> me? Man. Typically, when you start, Man. Trying, start have a thousand dollars in savings, mm-hmm. and then after that, you want to actually say six months. Have six months of uh, emer- or an emergency fund to make sure all your bills can be paid. Mm-hmm. They say it typically takes you, but if you lose your job, it typically takes about six months to get to get a new one. And then you think about it, everybody do have a emergency release fund. That's that jar that's sitting in that corner with all those pennies <laughs> and nickels and dimes. That's that emergency. That's true. <laughs> and, and, and it's messed up because we so displaced that we think that we not supposed to have that real kitty. Like, we, yeah. we everybody was taught shoebox money. Yeah. yeah. But you got to think beyond that shoebox. Exactly. And when you start getting a little older, you sustain, so you Like you said, six months, can you sustain and feed all of us in this house and still pay all the bills until you get back on your feet? With an equivalency of income, because you can get back on your feet and not be making the same thing. Now you really robbing people. Yeah, because you used to live in that still, one and you still trying to maintain that lifestyle. Exactly. You ain't even you ain't even swallow your pride, which is a sin. Yeah, and say all right, I got bumped down, so let me look at my budget again. Moody said I need to try. I, I don't need to go to this place no more. I don't need to do. That's the hardest thing in the world. And, that, and that's what he asked when he said how important that budget is. Yeah. Literally, I sat down with a guy about two weeks ago, just trying to figure out like. Uh, my my net worth and putting everything down, like man, spend like two hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars a week on food. Yeah, you don't look and at it like that. And then when you do the math, that's a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, and so and, for the last two weeks, I work. You know, I've been bringing my food because you don't realize it. But when you write it down and it's in front of you, it's completely different. So that's very important yeah. to have that budget because then you realize. There are some things that you could cut down on that's not hard to cut down on. You yeah. just don't know that you. And we know. Because that sounds crazy to spend a thousand dollars on food. You gotta know your numbers. Yeah, and got we, to. yeah, we know what we spend it on, but 
we just don't want to pay no attention to you. Like you say, you look at it now and like, damn, that's fucked up. I it's seen a that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's what we need, that reality truth. It's like getting smacked in the head with, with that book. And you just need that reality truth. But this is completely different when you write it We're going to give them a little, you know, we gave y'all a lot real, you know, right now. But we're going to take a little break real quick, a little bathroom break. We come right on back to y'all. So just stick around and come on. We'll see y'all back in about a few minutes. Back, we back, we back. Streets Talk Podcast, Streets Talk Network. We back here, Sister Dope, my man K Matt, K, my man K Moody, Delight, and God damn, boy, it's feel like I'm in school right now. Just <laughs> 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 need everybody to raise their hand and Dr. Bob. So we we back, we back, we back. So, you know, we gave y'all a little bit of food. We gave y'all a little bit of uh, wealth knowledge. Now we about to give you a little bit of street music, music knowledge from the legendary K-Mac from the Annex Click, K-Mac from EV, K-Mac from West Baltimore, K-Mac, K-Mac, and K-Mac from Knoxville. So what's up? <laughs> what up, man? What's happening? Oh, man, I can't call it, man. We had to get you on here. We had to get it. Baltimore's legend. I, if you ask me personally, if you want to look at hip-hop throughout the city, you know, coming up, you know, you know, of course you had the balls and knuckle crew back in the day, but you look at the not you look at K Mac and Annex Click coming up to the early nineties, there was nobody else in Baltimore that was doing it the way y'all was doing it back then. And you still out here doing it. Right. Um as far as the nineties, uh it was different. It was way different when we first started. Of course it wasn't no social media. Right. So we had to really get out there and guerrilla promote ourselves, right. you know what I'm saying? Like po hanging our posters up pressing our own, you know, everything was independent, pressing it up, pushing it to the people, real hands-on, you know what I'm saying? So I really think, like, the artists nowadays, they got so much help. Like, you can do a post. Back then, we had beepers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You couldn't post from a beeper and shit. You know <laughs> they doing selfies and shit, you know? They, they put what we did a song back then. Uh, shit, you might not hear that motherfucker like a month. Yeah, <laughs> because it wasn't no. We did, we had to get two tapes and press record <laughs> at the same and, you time. Know, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and everybody it. didn't have the two everybody tape. Everybody had, had it. it. Yeah. Close to the radio. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like waiting for your song to come on and shit. See that that's where we from with this. You know what I'm saying? And then especially with radio play, it was hard to get on the radio. Even especially with local radio. Only people right. I know that was really playing music like that that was kind of local. Was eighty eight point nine? Eight point nine showed us all yeah. the, that. That was the spot for everybody that was uh, independent coming up. That's crazy because the the other night, Friday night, I'm coming home and it was like twelve something. I like put the radio on. I ain't listen to radio in a while. 
88.9 is still rocking at nighttime. Uh, that's the first place that, I heard. Is that it's Morgan? Morgan's there. Yep. It's Morgan. 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 Yep, it's I Morgan. remember because I used to listen Give to Give y'all free plug. Yeah, Morgan yeah. <laughs> State. I never heard of You don't know what I'm saying? Strictly hip hop. 88.9. 88.9. All I know is 92Q. Strictly hip hop. Oh my God. Look, look. I never got to hear B103 when Frank Ski was on there. Man. 88.9, that was like more of the station for me. Silhouette was more of a 92Q. Like her music was like played on there. Okay. So it was like more under. The ground people yeah. that you gotta you really going here's like dead they had that, that yeah stuff. dead like, press stuff yeah, like yeah, man that, that type of stuff okay. so I remember what God bless it did Dion I, I mean we all he's, uh, had a sister car she let me hold her car all about Lake Brook had to go all the way back down Pennsylvania Avenue they play hit him up mm -hmm. from Lake Brook Circle all the way down to Pennsylvania Avenue back to back to back I never heard nothing like man he said I fucked your wife I said, yo, we never heard nothing. Yo, I'm down there right in front of the, um, the uh, Billy Holiday statue, blowing the horn, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yo, come outside, listen to this, listen to this, because never heard it. But you would have never heard it on 92Q. Nope. You, especially in a tidy, nope. without bleeps and nope. hand, everything. You've never heard it there. So we need stations like 88.9 and things like that, because, like you say, that was, that was like basically, you know, your go-to yeah. coming up back then. Yeah. So they was playing the Uncensored? Uncensored. Nah, they, nah, nah, they just for that one song. Uncensored. They would play Uncensored. See, one Every thing would they, do, if, what they would do, like, if so they, they wanted to play a record. And since they were public radio and paid for, I mean, public donations, so they could, they have their own platform. So they would play with Friday nights from yeah, 12, Friday, yeah, 12 yeah. to 3, 12 to 5. They would play local hip hop. Yes. All right. So you can blend it in with hip hop that's not being played on the major networks, right. Right. right? But if it had cursing in it, and they knew they wanted to play it that night, they would already go and you know then. fix it up so it can right. go on. So a lot of homegrown groups would would go on eighty eight point nine to yeah. be heard because you yeah. can't go to the major joints and be heard mm -hmm. because they won't play for us, but they don't want to support us like that. Right. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Said that. yeah, I said it. Saving clutch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said it. I, so, so thank you. So like what like what performances as well because we had a lot of shows would come here back in the day. So did artists reach out to local artists here and say, you know, I want y'all to open up and things like that, or y'all just have to just do your own nah, grinding for your own shows. Basically, it basically starts with you because you gotta grind to the point where as though the promoter that's giving the show wants to add you on the bill. You know, it's a lot of things that they they probably see that you got a nice following. Uh, he probably like how you do business. He probably like your show, your showmanship, uh, anything. You know what I'm saying? He know you gonna bring a crowd. Uh, book, book. I kill. He he brings a nice crowd. They don't have no trouble. You know what I'm saying? We like them. He a good dude. Blah, blah, blah. So it, it it works like that too. But if they don't know you working, how they gonna reach out? Mm -hmm. So you gotta work. You know what I'm saying? So far as the artists, nah, they don't they don't know us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't know. They just come in and do a show. But the person who, the promoter who gives the show, he lines up the opening acts and stuff. But they might have somebody that they bring with them that they want to come out before them. You know what I'm saying? But basically, the, the uh, promo, promoter that does the show, he gets, uh, he books all the artists. You know, yeah. all the people. That's what I got. I got you. So, tell us like a little bit like on coming up in the '90s and you know the way. The crowd took to you, or how the city took to you, and the feeling of the streets back then. Well, back then it was different because 
the hip hop wasn't as strong as it is now in Baltimore. But back then, we was it was hard for us because we was a club city. Yeah, we was on the Beauty Brown era right now. Man. Yeah, everything was you know Odell's. Yeah, everybody shit. had to have you a club song. Clubs, you know what I mean? So it was hard for us back then. But the good thing about it was when you had, if you had somebody strong behind you, like we had DJ Concrete. Yeah, shout out to Concrete. DJ. DJ Concrete. Right from the west, right from the west side of Baltimore, and he 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 dropped a mixtape every week. That's where you got all your exclusive mm, music. Man, Everything that was coming out, you got it from him. Mm, you know, Kenny K too. He was doing his thing too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, but Crete, when you had somebody strong like that, they would they would. You know, give you that love. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's, it's like you riding off that DJ off his way. Double L. You know what I'm saying? So we got that love from him. You know. What and what I liked about Creek was he'll have some like 88.9 strictly hip hop beat, and then he'll see throw some Shirley Murdoch. Yeah, mixed with it. Man, I'm talking about like yo. His blends was crazy to this day. To this day. Still What's up, nigga? Pork chop. What's up, yeah. nigga? Ah! Hey, yo, and, and the same chop, thing with chop. pork chop. Nobody, chop. everybody thought about pork chop in the club and everything. Then yeah. he came with the Johnny Dawes. Well, nobody knew he was rapping. The oh, no, I'm talking like the vast, I'm talking about the vast majority, like the crowd. Let me tell y'all something about pork chop. He's one of the dopest MCs from Baltimore. Like, real talk. I mean, battling nice to see him battling. He'll tell you, pick a letter. <laughs> pick a letter. And you pick the letter, and he going to rhyme everything beginning with that letter. Wow. wow. Like, Pork is dope. Like, you fuck with him, you won't. Uh, everybody you thought about him like club music, but they didn't know until you brought the album out that he was like, like you said, that he can rap. He ciphered every week. You know, back in the day, in the 90s, all we had as artists really was the harbor. We would mm. meet up at the harbor. And we would battle all around the city. Like, people from all around the city would come at me. All kinds of Chinese. It don't matter. Motherfucker just meet. It's like the a tower. Mm-hmm. You know the tower and the harbor? Everybody would meet down there near yeah. the little ice skating park. Mm-hmm. That little King Swift in the house. And they'd be in battle every yeah, Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. Every Saturday night. She used to be yeah. dope. Yeah. Man, so, that is, so it would seem like that. So you were kind of saying that y'all helped put more light on the city now from back what you was doing back then to put a little bit of light on the city I now with hip-hop. I a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Yo, Mac and Annex Click and his movement, it was like the groundwork for everybody else to build on. Mm-hmm. So when you came to people, they had already was used to uh, production company, rap production companies coming to them, wanting to make deals, wanting to get spins, wanting to be heard. These guys, they laid that foundation. So when them second and third generation MCs, our kids and grandkids mm-hmm. want to rap, people already heard before from their phone call. So now they're ready to accept phone calls. And mm-hmm. now you got social media. So everything's a little bit more upfront. But Definitely. You got to face guys to like, turn like Matt and, and, you know and Silhouette, Concrete, Wiz. Like right. all y'all laid the foundation. And a child might not know it. Yep. Right, That's really when they see you, you know what I mean, at the gas station or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The first time I heard you on 92Q, I think it was on a mix, like on a Saturday night mix. I don't know who the DJ, I know Concrete was over there guest DJing one night, but they played the one, I forgot the name of the song that you had, put rest in peace to McCargo. You had McCargo in there and you was talking about, oh, um, yeah, that, man, that was my shit right there. And that was the first time I heard that on the radio, like, oh, he talking about loud and they got Mike McCargo, like, yo. First time I heard it on the radio, they were like, when you hear stuff like that, 
And another time I was excited like that was when the first time I ever heard Roxanne Shantae on the radio because mm. we didn't really, you didn't, like here in Baltimore, it was kind of hard. Like we was in between when it came to hip hop. So we didn't have a lot of, like if you didn't have the box, and you know, you didn't have super TV, stuff like that, or have cable, you didn't, the only way we was really getting music or getting videos right. was was uh, v, VHS. Right. So a lot of tapes and stuff like that, we had to see music videos and stuff like that. So the head on the radio, 92Q, like only time if you had a local DJ or somebody that's doing DJing, where you'll hear a lot of local music or a lot of like underground hip hop music. Mm -hmm. But right. you didn't really get it as much. Like, but it, but then pork chop and them came with that um, rap attack and all when they had the rap attack and yeah, that, yeah. That was you know dope. what's weird about all that though, Shout back out to then Chapman all those records we made back in the nineties like we just start getting paid for those records wow, wow. like two thousand seventeen wow. we just start getting compensated for those records and shout out to Europe because they made it possible Germany Switzerland Paris France. Australia, Brazil. Yeah. Shout out, they, they shout out to the world, man. I'll be they over there in a minute, they, man. They uh, I got saying? something to do. I'll be right over yeah, there. Yeah, shout out to them, yo, because yo, they yeah. they they relit the pilot on that. Like, yeah, I got. They've been getting a lot of yeah. hip hop from all over the world, but yeah. they never got it from Baltimore. So when they mm -hmm. when they finally heard Baltimore shit, it was like a, a when he the guy told me it was like a hidden treasure to him. Yeah. So they start digging. Going, oh shit, these and then they brought all the rappers from the nineties to start buying their music. All the rappers from Lab Tech One, Ant Boogie, all all of them. They be touring. We never went because our group was going through something at the time. So we never went dirt platoon, all and they stayed wow. working over there. They stayed going over there every year and touring Europe. You know what I'm saying? So we finally well we finally uh put our differences to the side and and, and was ready to get on board pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. So it was like, damn, I'm glad we didn't go and been stuck over there. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And then it was like, wow, okay, we didn't go. But then now uh, we work with, they negotiate some dates. So we, we great get some more dates. They want at least us to get like 10, you know, before we go over there. So yeah, we great head on over there. Though. That's, yeah. that's awesome. They, I just started getting like compensated that. for the record yeah, show. Guys like Matt, 20 something years later. It is grown man hip hop out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're still yeah, working uh, to this day. I see you working with a band and everything. Oh yeah, that's why you got to do hip hop with a band. Definitely got to do my performances with a band. That's just when you do When you do hip hop with a band, that includes people. with financial literature. I love financially I know you know you know I promise y'all, this is actually Seamoss. This is not moonshine. This is Seamoss. And just to let y'all know, what they drinking? They drinking one of my products. They're drinking the hibiscus. That's what I was. The live band. I was saying, performing performing with a live band make people that don't like hip hop get involved in it. You know what I'm saying? A live band somehow somehow attracts everybody. You know what I'm saying? There's something about the music. People will tell you like, yo, I don't listen to rap, but what you did, I like that. The crazy thing is that a lot of times people that don't understand hip hop 
or have had a very limited exposure to hip hop, don't fuck with hip hop. Right. That's true. Because if you, I listen to a lot, I listen to a lot of everything, but especially jazz music. And there has never been an experience for me, especially growing up in the right. 90s with hip hop, where jazz didn't play a part. Mm-hmm. Like, That's De La true. Soul is one of my no, favorite. Jazz played a part in hip hop. Big part. Big part. Yeah. There's big never part. been an experience for me with hip hop where jazz, jazz didn't play a part. Like, yeah. I can hear originals now of jazz songs that I did not know where the original came from, mm-hmm. but I can connect it to a song right. mm-hmm. that I love and be like, oh snap, that's where they got mm-hmm. that from. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now I'm going back Definitely. and doing like some more history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I miss, I still miss like being able to buy whole CDs and read, yeah, read it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. another yeah. thing too. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that that with now. It's like no more CDs. I understand that is, you know, we, we go into another thing. It's just like, God damn, no that was the first thing you do. You open up. You want to yeah. read who did production. Yeah, like, who helped out like who you? Was that was the best part that about track. the album. Even if it was a tape, you pull that motherfucker yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't hide that. Like, 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 like You can tell if a person wrote their own words. That's the good thing about Europe. And it was just that one page. You're like, hey, shit like that. That's the good thing about Europe because the music that we sell over there is cassette tapes and vinyl records. Oh, snap. You still got cassette players over there? Yes, cassette tapes. I still listen to vinyl. Well, I'm getting back to vinyl. Vinyl. Oh, I still listen to vinyl. I started. Yeah, them 64. Yeah, the vinyls is. The vinyl, the vinyl for me, that's what I need. Like, that's, yo, they sold out for $50. Yeah. I couldn't even believe yeah. it. Like, wow. Yeah, vinyl so definitely going up. Music there for is definitely made wow. in a sonically way to be played on vinyl. Do you still get the same feeling from the vinyl? The from, popping. Well, yeah. the, the thing the that I'm looking for mostly is. Or is it just because it's vinyl you feel better? I like the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I just threw out my record player because it was one of those like newer ones, and it just didn't have the same like mm-hmm. thing. I that old, old, old I got to take you sit the top, sit on and the top, and come like, yeah. slide down by the high five. My <laughs> grandma just got rid of her high five. Maybe about I want to say about six, seven years ago, she got rid of her high five. That's the old school. The one you flip up. But I just missed that. I love that sound. Right. I love yeah. the sound. You can hear sound. the instruments better. Yeah. To me, you can yeah. hear the instruments a yeah. lot better. Because yeah. I listen every Sunday, especially before football, I would go pop my music. I got Dolby Brothers. I got so many. I got so Doobie many. Brothers. Doobie, Doobie Brothers. Brothers. I got both of them. <laughs> I got I got so much old albums that I sit there and listen to. And I'm like, damn. Especially like the Red Fox. I got the Red Fox album. And you sit there and just listen to like the... Yeah, the, pop. the hardest part is... Keep on trying to lift it up and trying to get it to the beginning or, or something like it's hard. You got it's a technique, yeah. especially if it's like uneven a little bit and, and, and it's spinning around going uneven. So you put it on there, and slide a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put the penny on top of the joint. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna fret. I'm, I'm trying to get some real turntables so I can. Yeah, got on the job, so we want to got. Well, I got the little electric. I mean, it's not the same, but I got the turntables over here. It's not the same though. I always wanted to be a, t- a DJ since I was younger. I'll be a kitchen DJ. <laughs> but um, I want to say this before I get I out here. Bless the food. New single is out now. It's That's called Unk. Mm-hmm. It's on all platforms right now. It's called Unk, produced by my man Jay Funk. Yeah. 
the new album's coming out too, and then like another week, the new video should be out by Wednesday. I'm editing, I filmed and edit that whole G video. Funk. It's my third video so I did. I got tired of motherfuckers playing with me, so I had to learn how to do this shit. That's, yeah. that's what you're talking about learning. I went to YouTube yeah. school, and yeah. I learned how to do it. I got to do your video. So yeah. I, I got tired of that shit, man. So we're gonna put this link up on. We're gonna put the link up up on the page. YouTube University. So where can you find the music at? The music on all platforms, every is everywhere, bro. The uh, the album, the rebirth is out there right now. We we dropped that in two thousand twenty, so that's out there right now. Produced by J Funk, got good people in there. You got Comp on there. You got Taylor G. You got uh, who else? We got in Silhouette. Shout got out Omar Little. You Silhouette. got uh, uh, who else? Who else we got? Vito Cash. It's a, it's, it's a dope project. Make sure y'all check that out. Yeah, yeah, and then the single is out now. It's called T-shirts, right buttons, now. album covers. Took it back and we in the house. <laughs> <laughs> back with the buttons. The one is a B Street, yo. One song I'm still too. playing. And then I put it on Street Stalk Radio. Was it the Baltimore? Was it Baltimore Life? Ba what is it? Baltimore? In Baltimore. Yeah, in Baltimore. In with Baltimore. the old the, with the old school beat on there. Yeah, yeah. That still be rocking at the end Baltimore. That's the and you can find that on YouTube. Yep, and that got like over 800,000 hits. You see that? That just that's got over 800,000 views. I'm gonna shock. You type, you type in K Mac on title, that's the first song that pop up mm -hmm. in Baltimore. Hey, man, you get all my music online from, from the mm -hmm. 90s on up to now. Yeah. What's up, my little, dude, little nephew? 20, little nephew in the house, DeAndre. What's up, y'all? So, so, since we talking music. Yeah, so since we talking music, it's a good segue. So, we're in talks now. We're trying to bring a festival into Emerson Village now. So we want to have basically like an airframe setting. We want to have local artists. We want to have old school artists. We want to have DJs, you know, old school DJs from the Villa. Shout out to Concrete. You know, you know, Big L, you out there too. So we want to bring people into the neighborhood. We want to, you know, we want to basically have meet the community night. So we want to get back to the community, you know. There's a lot of things going up there. There's not a lot of activities up there. So I want to get back to the community. So you your artists out there, if you want to participate, hit me up on the inbox. We go ahead or we send me What's a. The date? You got the date? Yeah, we got What's the date. We trying to we trying to get the date I'm on Fourth of July. Then. So right now, so we trying to do Fourth of July on that Monday. So but the, the community, we have we uh, we having that seminar. Oh, all right. so why not Juneteenth? See, because be so I, see, this is the reason why I say Juneteenth because a lot of people don't know here in Baltimore City. On uh, I would say about fifty some years ago, about what was it about fifty six years ago on July third and July fourth. Walter P. Carter and, and Core Movement, they marched at Wendell Park, okay. 4th of July weekend. Okay. So I, I want to give tribute to that because a lot of people celebrating 4th of July, but they don't, they celebrating for the wrong reason. They, not, they don't know about the history of about Wendell Park and 4th of July and then, you know, celebrate. So I want to celebrate that as well. Okay. okay. So, so shifting wanna, the narrative. Yeah, shift, okay. shifting the narrative. Okay. So, we also want to, you know, okay, like Walter P. Carter, you know, I'm going to do a Walter P. Carter special with y'all too, because a lot of people don't know about Walter P. Carter. So, there's a lot of things that happen here in this city a lot of people don't know about, so I want to start bringing the light to a lot of things that here in this city. Reginald F. Lewis is in the house forever, y'all. Yep. I love this man. And a lot of people just start talking about, they just start talking about Card Beach, but Card Beach is another one that's uh, another... Place here in Baltimore, but place here in Maryland that a lot of people know about that is actually a black beach where they tried to emigrate. They, they did, they ain't tried, they did. They went to court and the white folks wanted, they tried to emigrate it. Well, they did back in the 70s because it was a black owned beach. So they, they white folks didn't want to see that. So they went to court and then once they did that and they integrated it, 
Then I think they left with Led Zeppelin or with the last act out there and and it shut down. So now this is what they about to do, redo that area out there now. It's out there in Annapolis. Okay. Yep. So there's a lot of things in the city that a lot of people don't know about and I'm gonna start bringing light to you. It's about maybe four African-American beaches here in Maryland throughout history. Maybe 40 something beaches all together throughout history. That's Only funny four. you say that. It's just Winans Park. <laughs> Park is one of the oldest um, black neighborhoods too. Yep. Winans Park yep, man. out near Annapolis Road. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and like, cause uh, uh, I did my trace my lineage a lot. Yeah. My peoples come from down Annapolis. Cause you, you did so you didn't know the baseball field is over there. That was an Afro. That was a Negro League baseball field. That makes yep. sense. So a lot of see people like a lot of these things people don't know about that. Over there, like yep. Brown, Heat, Wade, talking about that Waterview right. and all that. Yep. So that was that. Yep. That was in the park. To my knowledge, they was like middle there. to upper class around there. Exactly. They was prestigious. They it was a homeowner, like they own houses. So if people don't know, if you know, you think about it, and this has been the work for years. If you go over like a few years ago, you ride down that this road, you see how smooth they start making the roads over mm -hmm. there now because. Mm -hmm. They about to start doing work up in the area. Mm -hmm. First, it was they were gonna have this sports facility that was gonna be over there. Then they had Circus lay over there. Mm -hmm. Then they stopped because I think it was Ray Lewis and them was they, the uh, construction company was gonna do work over there. Mm -hmm. Then they stopped it over there. That's where I guess they was gonna say the arena was gonna be at. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're, now they're about to fix up with that. Wow, what was that? Uh, what is it? Mount, it's Mount Winans or something like that. Mount, Mount, yeah, yeah, that's Mount it. Winans. Mount yeah. Winans. I used to live up there. That's yep. it. Yeah, yeah so I'm there. That's the oldest, oldest black neighborhood yeah. in the entire yeah. Merlin, not yeah. just Baltimore. Yeah, and then you got the, the graveyard that's over there as well. Yes, yeah. exactly. They said that's a historical oh, graveyard yep, too. That's exactly. why they can't build West over. Yep, the one over there in West Coast. That's why they can rebuild it. They've been trying to buy the rights to that for like 50 years, somebody was telling. Because it's like, I think I don't know if it was probably or something like Probably owned or something, but they yeah. was complaining about it because they didn't fix it up and they cut exactly. the grass. Exactly, that's what it was. They yeah. was trying to renovate. So, so, so that's where we, you know, we're gonna start wow. bringing information to y'all that people don't trying know about here in the city. Information is power, man. Trying to gentrify. Information is power. So that's why we're here to teach. You know. That's what the fuck gentrification is. They always try. Gentrification is colonization. Okay. Mm. Say that one more time. Gentrification is colonization. Yeah. Because you know YouTube don't understand what Baltimore people say when the cap in the caption. And it's fucking violence. <laughs> yes, it is. But some people say it is necessary, but I don't mm. think I mean it's necessary to a extent, but it's not necessary when it's not benefited to our people. So that. so here's yeah. so here's the thing. Rebuilding and restoring communities is necessary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not gentrification. What mm -hmm. gentrification does, number one, it drives out the people who've invested in the exactly. community. You know what I mean? And really, I found out recently um, that those those events really decrease people's quality of life. Yes. Mm. It sends them to graves earlier. Because if you think about the people that are being mm. displaced are usually the ones that spent their lives investing in the communities, a lot of them that are on fixed incomes, right? But then when you start bringing in these people who are colonizing the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? Taking away our culture. Back. And they're because, not giving back. Yeah, because no. they're making it neighborhoods, but for, it's not communities. For what? It's not communities, but also think about what the community starts to look like once gentrification steps yeah. in. You know what I'm saying? You're watching black and brown communities, black communities in Baltimore, turn white. Yeah, because every right? community now they is not... getting the Starbucks and fucking um, Target treatment, <laughs> Right. Once you see that happening, you already know what's about to happen in yep. that community. That's just like 
So for Juneteenth a couple of years ago, are you familiar with like Dove Coat Cafe? No. So the Dove Coat Cafe is a cafe that's over on what's the name of that street? I think it's Dolphin, if I'm not mistaken. Dolphin okay. Street, but off of Druid Park, like okay. drive up in that corridor where you know Utah plays yeah. and all that like. Well, they, what they would say the Upton area. Yo, before they started doing that rebuild at Druid Hill Park. They had this Juneteenth celebration, right? And we went through, and those neighbors, everybody black, everybody owns, you know, their home over there. And they opened up their home so that we could go do, like, the tours and things, right? And they were people who decided that they were holding on to their properties, that they were not selling to the city. And the city was coming in, asking, you know what I mean, um trying to write checks to these people to give them to get them to give up their properties in this historically you know this historic mm-hmm. neighborhood and what i didn't realize was how much gentrification just seeing it is traumatic for me i didn't realize how much trauma i had until i actually walked into these people's homes and listened to their stories because going around the city and watching this place develop a different face and to see the things that you've known since childhood be driven away and for like monuments and yeah. you know historic you know landmarks to be torn down and just totally disregarded just how traumatic that is yeah i mean it's a violence. look at the white lock area so that's what that's i'm saying yeah, I mean, like, no, I'm I'm like, this is look at the prices look, this look at the prices of the homes yeah. like 300 yeah. 400 000 but, think, but think about this too that's crazy remember on i can trolley Camel right at the corner of i can trolley yeah. and um, and Gwen Falls. Yeah. You remember that building that had been there for years. Really it burned down. down yeah, and nobody yeah, yeah. nobody purchased it for no, a long time. Long time. You we know now. Just now. <laughs> and then the spot that's across directly across the street from the mall now. That's crazy. That turned into like this this is it a senior oh, citizen? I think building? it is, because that was all home. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's not a senior citizen building. It's, it's just an apartment building. Oh, it's it's apartment. Apartment. it looked like, yeah, it, it, it got that look, yeah. 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 I rolled by it over there, I'm looking like, hold up. Because right. I'm on the right they street. I went to LaMel, yeah. so I know what y'all yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. other properties that have been vacant over there for years, and now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you're starting to see the people who made the purchase. Yeah. But there were properties over there that were vacant for years. And my mm-hmm. thing was with the price tag that they had on them, because I inquired about a couple of them just to see like what they were going mm-hmm. for. I'm like, I wonder why they've been on the market for this long. And now all of a sudden, now this shit is happening at Drew Hill Park. Yeah, yep. yeah they knew. Resale, now, resale, right. resale. You know yep. what's up. Uh, exactly. And three resales. They gonna you, realize, hit you, with realize, right. you realize a lot of this stuff started happening around the time that Freddie Gray was murdered. Yeah. yeah. And that's where the yeah. that's where the that's where yeah. the federal dollars are going into. Oh. They're not coming they're, to they're, us. They're, they're not where the they're going to move to. Dissent decree and all of that. Yep. Then the investigation, right. the eight officers, then mm-hmm. Suda got killed. Yeah, then certain people moved down to Atlanta and left with the money that's supposed to have been in the Harsha building Gun, on you. Harsha Gun Street. Lost. More penalties. <laughs> <more penalties. laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you should get shut down. Yeah, <laughs> we already talking about CMOS and. and <laughs> And fine, trying to, you know, trying to power with financial literacy. We trying to get black people. He giving black people money. Y'all gonna see us again on YouTube or something? This is the neighborhood Like, check us out on Facebook. Keep up the fight for us. So, I do want to talk about one more thing, and then I'm gonna let y'all have the floor. But there is a social network 
social plat social platform uh -huh. called Fanbase. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, black owned Isaac Hayes' son. Yeah, they be on, they be on so, um Sway in the morning. I think Sway got something so to do with I it. So I want, I really want to make the the. I just want to leave um Facebook and <laughs> the rest of these platforms alone and see if we can really like build fan our own fan, fan base. Fan base. Yeah. And so it's advertised right now. I haven't tinkered around with it that much. I just signed up, but. It's like um, a Facebook though. Yeah, it's kind of like so. It's kind of like um, what's the app on iPhone um, that everybody was going to and doing uh, like the Android use over here. Duo? You got to ask the guy Not next Duo. to you. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. FaceTime when people were um, having like these voice chats. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I know. What's, what's that Clubhouse stuff? Clubhouse. Oh, okay. All right. Clubhouse. So I think it's kind of like Clubhouse. It is. Where they have they have now been getting um, updates that they is have that this thing where you can. Where you can like do like the vocal stuff, but I'm pretty sure if enough of us, or as they as they grow, we'll probably be able to do like the. So it's just so next week check us out on fan base. We're gonna be on fan base next week. <laughs> we're gonna try it out. Yeah, we're gonna try it out. Fan base also, in the house. Because my thing is, look, we we had Black Planet at one point. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna damn this Black Planet. Yo, damn that guy gentrified. With the dial up AOL. Yeah, yeah, oh my. <laughs> That's probably before your time, I'm sure. I, I know Black Planet. What you say, Objectify? What you say? I said, the, uh, the dial-up AOL. I say, oh, I, oh. <laughs> yeah, then it got gentrified. Oh, yeah, it got gentrified. Yeah. But I've been, I've been waiting for, you know, one of us to come up with our own social network. I mean, Word. my thing is, and with fan base, they're saying that, you know, once you, they like, they pay you for your content. Yeah. So you're able to monetize your content. There's right. another one out there, That's too, that, and... Shout out to Ray, Ray J put people on this one. It's uh, Tag. And they pay you the same way on there. You can Shout go live long as you want. You can play music on there all day long. Shout out to Tag. He but, just told me about Tag. Yeah, and like, it, I'll check it out. I might. You can do music on there all day long. Yeah, if you listen to me, or you want to play music, whatever, you play music on there all day long. Really? If you want to DJ on there, all, all right, that. So Tag is not the, it's not the, the, the misspent youth. It's from, not like, from the, from, uh, from the, the minutes the, that I checked on is there. Is it not the runt out of all the social media? So it's, it's really, I can It's really, so I see people doing games on there. Like, say, say, Say people like I see people on there with games, like say you got people on your on your podcast, they, they answer questions, or whatever, and you get paid for that certain thing. So it's other little platforms that's out here that you get paid on. Even Twitch, Twitch, you can play music on there all day long, play video. You can have a podcast on there, and you can go eight hours all day long. One day I was doing my music on um, Street Star Radio, and I had it, and I forgot <laughs> to turn it off. I was on Twitch hey, for 14 hours. Hey. <laughs> 14 hey. hours. I got, <laughs> they talking about badges and everything. Because I was definitely on Bobby State. <laughs> Some friends of mine have a happy hour show on Twitch every week. Because they were doing it first on Facebook Live and Instagram. And yeah. was getting screwed up. But every Wednesday at, from like 6, I think, to 8. It's the J&M happy hour. Shouts out to Mark and Jimmy. But it's, it's dope. Look, we're going to try. We're going to try fan base next week. Yeah. You know, cause well, damn, nah, right. we definitely probably ain't gonna be back on there. We talking people on fan base, and we on here Check now. <laughs> Next, you know, we go. Everybody facing will be pixelated. <laughs> the fans gonna run up on us when we leave out the door. So I don't know if fan base where you're, I don't know if fan base um like they do video yet. Well, they just do audio. Yet. So yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah, so but we I'll, I'll I'll check it out when they get home. Maybe we, we should do both. Maybe we should just do um video for video here for YouTube and, and, and audio for and we gotta pump up uh fan base black owned that's what yeah, we need and power each other on platforms so this has been this has been great so everybody go ahead we're gonna shoot out everybody inform information again 
tell who we are, yeah, everybody, what we got going on, anything, projects coming up, and then we're going to go ahead and get piece of it on out there. All right, K-Mac Knockville, y'all. The new single is out there now. It's called Up, produced by Jay Falk. The new album's on the way. Also, the video's coming. You can follow me on K-Mac underscore Knock underscore Annex. The Knockville 3088 <laughs> page is not me. That's not me. So if you get in the inbox from that page, it's not me. All right? K-Mac underscore Knock underscore Annex. That's my new official page. Sister Dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Zion Sister So Dope um, on Instagram. Zionism on Facebook. That's Z A Y A A N. And I do have an upcoming music project coming up. Stay tuned for that. All right. Yeah, so we're going to get you at the festival too. Mm-hmm. I'm out kill from the Ville. Always keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> Balls. Well, matter of fact, hold up. Before we go any further, since we got y'all here right now, because a lot of people don't even know that y'all two was in a, a famous group back in the day. I ain't mean to cut you off real quick, but y'all was in a famous group back in the day. We talked about this on the last podcast. I forgot about that. I'm glad you brought it up. If y'all want to go in and like perform or something like that, we got the microphones. We can back up the hands away. <laughs> I was telling you about me and my man was in New Edition <laughs> as those six and seven members. The ones that was in the movie, <laughs> they didn't show up. That's him right there. So that, if I got to tell the story again, D.K., Sister Dope, this man right here and myself. Was in the audition. Okay, I know Ronnie Bobby Rick and my And Force and We were in the Force and We were backup members. Whenever y'all needed a backup member, we were ready. Pressure pants too? Pressure pants? What do you mean? No, new edition. Yeah, when they had the first new No, he's talking about the first new edition. He's talking about the little new edition. That's why they kicked us out because we didn't like those. Oh, you the ones. That was the extra pants. My mother make my pants. Okay, I'm just saying. She was going out She wouldn't buy us none. She was like, I make that. from Donnie's Delights, Delights, Wellness Products. That's your brother. I have the CMOS, CMOS Gel. I have the CMOS tea that you see everybody drinking. Oh, that too. Everybody drinking the CMOS has come from this gel here. Biscuits. You can find me on Instagram, D underscore L I T E S underscore W E L L. N-E-S-S-S. That's three S's on wellness. You make a purchase, 
and you mentioned this show, Street Talk Network, I'll give you a free eight ounce hibiscus and mossy sea moss tea. And everybody at this That's table good. then drunk some yep. of this tea. This shit is so they tell you it's smacking. Yeah. It's straight smacking. And no shout outs to Cashland. I'm at Cashland Apparel. 1341 Bayard Street down South Baltimore near Curl Park. Every Saturday I'm giving away free samples of all of my premiere and my fan favorites. And I'm giving away the menus and I'm definitely, I'm doing meal prep packages. I'm taking all meal prep orders the day before. So if you want to purchase anything and come through Cashland to pick it up, you can come through Saturday, pick up your order if you make your, your uh, orders on Friday night. Y'all be blessed though, my kings and queens. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, and thank you, Alfie. This man is the mother. He's Appreciate the goat. It. He's the goat for real. Because he's like giving y'all knowledge. He's giving y'all knowledge. He's giving y'all information. And it's not watered down. And this is raw as it's going to get. Like, this <laughs> is as raw as it's going to get. And, and, and this, like, this has got to be the best show. Because I was so lax. And it took away all the anxiety. <laughs> and then the conversations we have is, is stuff that, that, that really interests me. Heritage. Uh, 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 finances, family, and, and, and freedom. Financial freedom. You know, freedom of speech. This man, is he's been doing it since late 80s to 90s. He, he just talked that 90s stuff all he want. That when somebody say they've been doing something since the 90s, that means they've been doing it in the late 80s. So he should have went last. Right? He's uh, opening up the show every time now. He should have went last. But yeah, Kevin Moody from Ask Moody. You can follow me Instagram at underscore M-I-S-T-E-R-M-O-O-D-Y. That's at Mr. underscore Mr. Moody. Um, anything upcoming? Listen, if you're a teacher, an administrator, anybody that just wants for someone to come in and teach your babies about money and having a relationship with yes. money so that once they get older, they know at least have an idea of something different from what we all were taught. Mm -hmm. I wish I'd have known this stuff when, when I was a child. Mm -hmm. Like you say, you, college, $65,000. Exactly. Why it's not things that we don't know that we need to know. Exactly. Why not teach your kids about money? They on Please. YouTube watching video games already. They might as well make money off of it. Exactly. So you got to do with that money. money. Exactly. So, again, at I'm underscore Mr. Moody. Send me a message. <laughs> we can set it up. I'm actually working on tweaking my uh, presentation to make it kid-friendly because I even want to talk to elementary school kids. It's never too early to learn about money. Exactly. Right. That's where you... So, Facebook, Kevin Moody. Instagram, at underscore Mr. Moody. We're going to talk about yeah. having a relationship. Yes. We're going to get this man Financial in these schools. They're going to be in these Baltimore City schools. Baltimore County be coming next, but we got to work on our city kids right yes. now because nobody that's really trying to pay attention. Shout out to these hardworking teachers out here that just yes. yeah. pretty much doing it on their own. Shout out to all exactly. the teachers out there, y'all. Bo, bo, bo. So, we're going <laughs> to give sure it to you. Y'all get chopped up by the Dr. Bob. Like, for real, I'm a product of his, you know what I mean? Every time y'all see me, every, it's, it's, everybody at this, ta you know this table that been to the Dr. Bob. I'm going to get ready to do a sip and bit. Oh, a sipping bit. That's dope. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Never done. Never done. You know what I'm saying? Anybody else say it? Y'all know what y'all.
y'all got it. Y'all know y'all got it. Y'all got it from me. We want 15%. It's gonna be popping ready tomorrow. That's right, yo. Coming in May, yo. At the end of May, I'm doing the sipping bit. I'm gonna put y'all down. That's what's up. Man, he downplaying it. He got massage chairs. He do hot tail wraps. Beiges, Beijing's, all that. He do everything. He a perm. He do perm. He'll take the hair from off of your elbows. I'm serious. He put it inside your head one by one. He's not just a barber. That's why he call himself the doctor barber. This is not even a real beard. He took the hair off the back of my neck and put it on my face. You feel me? They added chinchilla on there, so he got his terry cloth sold on his face. You know what's so crazy? You know what's so crazy? Got that toy lanes over here. Not not. Hold up. He cut your hair before? Before? Oh, I got like a 15 plus year relationship. At the shop, used to come in and sit in the chair. We used to vibe all the time. I didn't want to put you on spot. I mean, we still on the show, but. Yeah, I used to always see. No. We used to. I used to stay in when it closed. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and why we always, I knew. I knew. We talked that stuff, and you was good, and we always asked was we all good, and we always knew that we always was good right. because we always good. <laughs> right. You feel me? We was always good. I mean, if, if, you, if you was on the left side, you wasn't good. Right. good. Well, we just we just had be like he's about to be. You about to do all opening uh, introductions and close introductions for parking for our parking. You can see me every Sunday, Sunday dinner. If they want the same energy, I get a delight. Hey, you put your comments in the box if y'all need me to come back. Let Street Talk Network know they gonna bring me back. I don't run this show. This this man show. So y'all gotta request me. Y'all heard me say hit on the inbox. Go ahead with comments. Go ahead like, share, and all of that. Subscribe to Street Talk, man. Subscribe. Appreciate it anytime, man. Anytime, man. Go with this, man. Anytime, man. Appreciate it. Always, always, yeah, always. Dr. Yo. Barber, really appreciate it. We always, I can't die. You gotta, you gotta get Marcy on yeah, your you own, too. Like so this from oh, D-Lights like to you. Off and tip the hat. From D-Lights to you, you gotta get Marcy on me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. you bringing me on the show. Word I'll see you <laughs> <laughs> Word Word for, for a little bit up with the homies. <laughs> and it's not, uh, Moonshine. I promise it's not moonshine. It's a medicine jar, but that's medicine. It's medicine, medication. I'll be in the bathroom in a few minutes. If you had my products, comment on this YouTube video and let Street Talk know. Are we going to try We need to get the whole world. I'll put y'all, if y'all look at the bottom, the link is up on at the bottom. But appreciate it. Y'all tuning in, Street Star Podcast. Like I said, y'all want to participate inside the Emerson Village Festival coming up this 4th of July. Matter of fact, hit me on the inbox. We looking for singers. We looking for rappers. We looking for poets. We looking, we having a talent show. So we got a little bit for everybody. So holler at us on the inbox. I'll holler at y'all. Peace. Peace. And hey,